crazy in here. Yeah? Yeah, it's crazy. What's happening in there? Is this the show? Are we... I don't know. I, uh... Hi. Oh. Hello there. Hey. I didn't see you there. <laughs> it's me. What's up, big dog? Yeah. We did it the one time. Yeah, I, I like it. I'm going to stick with it. No, I don't, I don't like when you call me big, and I don't like when you call <laughs> me anything related to being your father. <laughs> which it's, you always do. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why I'm your P A P I, whatever that is. <laughs> is, that, is that like a pupusa? <laughs> yeah. What is that? That's what that is. What that, that Indian is. treat? What that is? What 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 that means? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hi. No, um, I'm fine. It's hot in here. It's uh, hmm. 72 in here. Now, <laughs> did were you affected by the hurricane or anything up there? With well, you? I mean, <laughs> physically, not emotionally. Well, or I both. Feel, I mean, maybe I you were both. As an empath. <laughs> right. That's what I my mom said the other day. Very deeply. She's like, as an empath. I'm like, really, mom? <laughs> well, that's the dependent, dependent clause of parents <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a title. Mm. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, this is, I want to, I want, it's kind of a trick question, but I, I want to bracket it. You did ask. Uh, no. But yes, uh, like there's the wind here was so weird yesterday. Mm. You know, there's like weather within normal parameters. Right. Sure. Like when we were coming back from the wedding in New York, flying out of uh, beautiful Newark Air- Airport, we had this experience. <laughs> yeah, the views are you extraordinary. Know about the Newark Airport is um, the only thing I hate almost as much as being on a plane is being on a bus. And the neat thing about Newark is you do everything on a bus. Yeah, they get to combine it all. Yeah, you just get to see. It's it's like the San Francisco Zoo where no matter where you stand, it feels like you're behind whatever you're supposed to be looking at. Like, is this is this the, is this is this what the terminal is this the, is this the test terminal? Is this like what it looks like? You know, like you ever go in that hallway in a mall where the emergency exits are, and you see a door that says Florsheim Shoes. It's like if it's like if that was the entrance right. to the shoes, right? Florsheim shoes. One time uh, in high Whoa, school. Do you have shoes? <laughs> we have Florsheim shoes. Florsheim shoes only. Oh my gosh. There is no other entrance. Uh, <laughs> but Newark, Newark's a neat place. But we were, uh, uh, you know, getting near to where the airport was. We were, I think we were actually at the point where we were fixing to like start watching for gas stations to refill the car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's meaningful if you've, you know, traveled. And uh, suddenly, we're, we're driving along, everything's fine. It was like an overcast day. And then suddenly, you know that feeling in like the, like the, those days in the 2 p.m., the first week of August in Florida, mm-hmm. where everything seems fine. And then suddenly, it's like a torrential <laughs> downfall. Yeah, yes. That happened. It was the heaviest rain out of nowhere that's, that I've ever, if you like, experienced. Sure. Driving and so like, it was just, and I saw some of my friends I like in rock and roll bands from New Jersey talking about it in the coming days, and it was definitely a thing. You know, people were worried, worried about Dave from the, from the Feelies. You know, I, I hope you all tango's okay. I heard Georgia had to get knee surgery, so hey, Georgia Hubley, uh, get better soon. Did you like Yellow Tango? Did you ever listen to them? I actually just, yes, I, I do. And I was in the record store over the weekend and I saw oh, one of so their cool. albums. I didn't there. know that, Dan. I didn't know if they were a little weird for you. No, I love them. They're great. I, I mean, they are the weird. That's what I like about it. Yeah, I can feel the heart beating as one is a very good first <laughs> Yellow Tingo record. Um, so anyway, stuff like that. And like, so, but I did notice this morning, this is going to sound very strange, but have you ever had uh, the, the, 
you know, the thing that happens with wildfires, you see these those weird photos, for example, of here. Like the koala that needs water or whatever, and then you get you get some kind of disease. Oh, I from have it. a really good koala story if you want to hear it. Yeah, let's hear it. It's a two week old koala story. Um, I've written down koala. Is the koala two weeks old? Is the story two weeks old? Well, I haven't started the story yet. I'm still on two other stories. Okay. <laughs> Should I have a pop- tone? <laughs> let's see, what can I do? What can I do for a tone? <laughs> you got the bell. Well, see, I think you that's got already, busy that bee. Be- that would be namespace pollution. Where's Busy Bee? That doesn't work at all. Nah. That sounds like the beginning of working for the weekend. You could do like, you could get a jug, like in a jug jug band, and you oh, could- shoot. Boop, boop, I had my, you know? my Clorox bottle for peeing here, but that I think I probably must have moved work. it. Um, let's, let's, let's circle back to that. So now I got a third story. Okay. There's a thing that happens. You've seen those terrible photos of like where the sky's all orange. We had that real bad a couple of years oh, ago yes. when, with yes. the wildfires up north. Sure. And I, I'm just giving you the color of my crystal. I mean, no, we have not suffered in the way that other people do, but well, you notice it. And, and there's a weird way you notice it. Yeah. And I only know this from like really the last couple of years of wildfire things is that when there is a crazy wildfire, yeah, the sky does get really, really orange and kind of um, ashy and, you know, because that's its weather. It moves. It's not one thing. No. But you know where you notice it is light streaming through, in our case, our in our bedroom, the Venetian blinds. And it is a weird kind of like unsettling orange quality mm. to like the light being cast. It seems apocalyptic. But I don't know if that makes sense. If you, if you know it, you know it. It's just, it's so weird. And yesterday morning I woke up and I was like, man, look at this. Like it's barely there, but you can see that there was something going on. I suspect. I, I don't know. There's something going on. Um, those poor people. Like, oh, God, like Maui, a, a, a UFO thing or? What, the, the band with, uh, with no, you, uh, Rudy Shanker? Uh, you're saying something's going on. Like what? Like what? Oh, well, we I mean, right, I suspect or? it has to do with the air being full of, of smoke of things that oh, that, to be that where, pe- where people lived. And that makes it orange. Yeah. Um, but um, no, no, not really. Not really, but it is it is um, lovely right now. Mostly it's been like low, nighttime low in the mid-50s, daytime high in the mid to high 70s. And uh, it's, it's, I'm trying not to talk too much about the anomaly of not just Bay Area weather, but the anomaly of San Francisco weather and mm. further to that. Here's one thing you want to brag about in life is, is how good your weather is. That's a real dick thing to brag it's about. It's a dick move you're saying? Well, look at you. Yeah, look at me. I mean, look, yeah. right? And you've got, I mean, it, it's, it, okay, so tell, I haven't kept up. What, what is, um, what, what's a, give me a temperature now, give me a high-low for Austin last few days. What's it like there? Temperature right now, 97 degrees. It's windy. <laughs> Feels like 103, and the high for today is. Let me scroll a little bit. We actually have a lower high than we've we've had. I think our our high today is going to be just 100 degrees. Also, but not over 100. No, tomorrow That's it'll fine. go back That's into totally the totally sustainable. Yeah, you know, 104. I think tomorrow is what we've got. Well, good. You can put your plants out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. We went to went to visit a baby uh, on Sunday, and um, did you know I mean, the parents or anything? Or we do now. Oh, uh, bad. Yeah. You still I mean, have the, the baby. Is, you still have the baby, don't you? <laughs> restraining orders don't count if they're not from your county. <laughs> That's right. I checked. Yeah. Oh boy, she says baby. This is a really good baby. Is it a big one? Um, it's, it's funny pretty, when they're big. It's a pretty standard size baby, but it's 
It's just really, really cute. Do you like babies? Nah. Okay, never mind then. I mean, I like um, I like them in concept. I like them when I don't have to take care of them. I like them. I like right, mine. No baby, no baby for you. You don't get a baby now though. that they're teenagers. I like them a lot better. But we, you know, so so um um, this is just a little bit of background on on your your co-host Merlin. Um, I wear the same thing every day. I don't want to talk about pants because I have a rise issue and I don't want to bring it up. No. But as far as like my top half ish, mm. uh, my trunk and mm. higher, <laughs> everything above the waist, like the torso, I get my kicks above the waistline, sunshine, <laughs> the thorax. <laughs> yes my segmented body <laughs> my handsome tail yeah do you have my, to, you my, still have those my director pictures to the queen yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> thy bidding master oh my god uh but i <laughs> <laughs> hey i do not alter it further <laughs> why does she talk like that i don't know i love it it was an AI. This an is anti. great. It's an anti-intelligence. I love it. Um, anyways, so I wake up in the morning, do, 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 and I'm wearing, if I change clothes, which I don't do that often, I got a t-shirt, which if I'm being honest, is almost always a Cotton Bureau podcast t-shirt. Over that, I wear a Mack Weldon long sleeve Pima cotton tee. Okay. Over that, depending, like most days to leave the house to go the, the full two blocks to my office. I will then put on a Golden State Warriors, classic Golden State Warriors uh, pullover hoodie. Mm. And then over that, I wear a marine layer, it's called a camping shirt, which is the greatest piece of clothing I've ever owned. And I think it's called a camp shirt. Right, Uh, sure. I I learned about this when they sponsored a podcast uh, I was doing. And like, I swear by these shirts as my top, top layer now, because it's really more like a jacket. So imagine like a, a slightly oversized, in my case, very oversized flannel shirt but it's lined on the inside with like soft lining. So it's really more like a jacket. So in some ways I am, I'm wearing at least three layers when I leave the house right. most of the time. And you can, haha, San Francisco wear layers. Yeah. But it's haha, San Francisco wear layers like idiot, like stuff changes. Anyways, we leave the house and it was, you know, kind of unseasonably warm. Yeah. I think it was, I don't know mid to high sixties here. Sure. And, uh, but usually still kind of overcast when we arrived in the East Bay. Yeah. And you know, my wife has an automobile and the automobile, automobile. <laughs> where is grandpa's automobile? Yeah. That's a question. And it says right there by where the speed thing is and, and which phone it's hooked up to. It says, it says what the temperature outside is. And when we, we got out of the automobile in uh, Oakley, California, by the way, if I was going to name a community in the East Bay anything, I would name not name it Oakley because that's very close to Oakland. It's the same, really. This is what they call namespace pollution. For somebody who doesn't live there, it is the same thing, FYI. Well, and a lot of people, because of you know the, the way that Windows 3 um, file naming works, so that's essentially the same location because of the first three letters. And so you, it was 91 degrees there, which was like just normal for them. And... Like I live, I'm not going to talk about it because I'm not trying, I'm actually not trying to brag. And so what I'm trying to say is here's why I don't brag a bra- quote unquote brag about mm. what, well, I mean, it's like bragging about genetics. It's not a good look. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, why don't you live somewhere that has an anomalous climate, why don't you go move somewhere that has an, anom- an anomalous climate that exists almost nowhere else on earth and can't be replicated? Here's what you do. You go create a place. You make a big hole in the side of your state. Ideally, there should be the largest ocean in the world just to the left. You make a giant hole in the side of your state. And then, so then you got cold water out here. Not as cold as it used to be. And then way over here, you got a place we call Salad Bowl. 
And that's a very hot valley where they grow a lot of vegetables owing to the heat and the sun. And what that does is, you think you understand weather? You think you're going to watch, you know, uh, weather on the nines or whatever? Here's the thing. That big hole in the side of California has a relationship with the salad bowl, I think, hundreds of miles east. And that causes the weather in my neighborhood, which is the thing of San Francisco. I'm going to say this once. Having some of the nicest, we have really good water. We also have really clean air. And that's because the air is constantly being cleaned. The movement of heat drawing, I don't know the exact physics of this, but the way that it draws the fog in to San Francisco, which begins with my leftmost neighborhood, mm-hmm. moves right or east, as you say. It's, it's a cardinal direction. Caw, caw. <laughs> Do you think the Cardinal's a good name for a sports team? No. I don't either. Um, the Cardinal, I think, and the irony is, it's not even about a burr. I think Stanford, I'm pretty sure Stanford's... Um, Mascot is is a tree. <laughs> is it, it no? It's not. I'm pretty sure that the I, I'm pretty sure the cardinal might refer to a tree that you can see in Palo Alto. I don't know. I don't okay, hang, hang on a second. Stanford tree. Stanford tree is the Stanford oh, yeah, band's like, mascot and the unofficial mascot of Stanford University. His team is name it, is Cardinal, referring to the vivid red color, not the common songbird, as at several other oh, so schools. I was both wrong. The university does not have an official mascot. Yeah, New College didn't have one either. They didn't. Uh, it's not that they didn't have you know, a third one. Third of the entering it's, class at New College are baseball players. They didn't need one. Yeah, is key. They have books. Um, and um, so what was my point about the Cardinal? What was I talking about? Not, oh, so you don't brag about that? You no. Don't, I mean, what is there to brag about? Like Nothing. I say, I, 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 you sound like a eugenicist. Like what a weirdo. Anyways, we're so fortunate here, and uh, if there is a a big change to the way things work. As horrible as a lot of this climate change is on places that are hot, at least, not at least, but they have the crumbling infrastructure to keep things air conditioned for a couple more years. It's going to be interesting to see what happens when that kind of climate change moves to places that do not have the infrastructure for that. Mm. For example, vis-a-vis a house built in 1926 that does not have air conditioning. So Yeah. Um, it's been pleasant. I'm do- You know, mainly what I'm doing, the only thing that really interests me at this point is 3D printing. Everything else, <laughs> like... I can't believe how much interest there is in how you'll plug in an iPhone in the future, maybe. But that's fine. I, I'm out of that. I'm out of that racket. Yeah, get out of there. But, you know, 3D printing, I'm learning a lot about 3D printing. As you know, for all of my projects, I like to compile a list of things I learned about life. Right. I, maybe you don't know that. No, and I, I know, I know that. my family doesn't care. But I, I learned a lot from having a Roomba. And now I, I, learn, I learn a lot about life from my 3D printer. And that's been an interesting journey for me. Also, I've discovered wood-infused filament, which might burn the block down. Wood-infused filament. Is this yes, something it would. With a, with a light? Uh, I don't know how they make it, but QED, you've, you've had a 3D printer and you've yes. got like a spool of filament, right? Spool. You got a spool of PLA plus or what have you. Yes. So you can buy this stuff and it's PLA filament that's infused with 30% wood okay so what gets extruded i mean this is the problem my struggle is like it's just screwing up my extruders so bad uh, i think i got my temperatures all wrong and i've been asking people for help and they've been nice helping me oh, oh that reminds me also i wrote down koala i'm also going to write down mac 3d printing because i think some people still listen to this show and i need help um no but the thing is it's really cool because then when you print something around it looks like wood and you can actually stain it i have stains really oh yeah 
That's yeah, the, fun. To me, making something on a 3D printer that looks like wood and then being able to paint, and I already paint, but then being able to stain it, oh my God, so cool. That's cool. But, oh shoot, I didn't, I did not prepare for this, but I had asked somebody, somebody who was really nice, the person who turned me on to the idea of wood infused filament, sent me a beautiful model, a beautiful print they'd done. I wrote back a few days later and I was like, I'm having a terrible adhesion problem. Title. <laughs> and I cannot get, I don't, uh, now the thing is, you've been in, I don't know how long you've been in the game, but this could be all kinds of reasons. If you're getting weird prints or you're not getting adhesion yeah. on your, on your, on your build plate, <laughs> you know what you can do? You can, you can put down, this is crazy. This is actually on the mono price help page. Okay. You can get you a glue stick and you put some glue, glue. on the build uh, uh, um, platform thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it sticks a little better. But okay. I'm having a terrible time. Now, here's the other thing now. It could also be my temperature. I so wait, it's my... sticking. It's not sticking enough. Yeah. So, oh, God, I should send you a photo. I have one that went really ass out the other day. I, I had it print overnight. I came in the next morning. So imagine in like a 70s TV show where somebody left a bubble bath on for too long and then opened the door. And, and the place was filled with perfectly <laughs> yeah. round Mr. Bubble Bubbles. Yeah. Imagine that, except just the, the, uh, a huge tangle of white filament that had pushed open the door of the enclosure. Oh, wow. That's how big it was. Man. I was just making a little pot with, with a smiling pot, and, and it, it was all coming out. And I'm like, hmm. I don't know if I want that happening with the wood stuff, because the wood is going through a 400 uh, degrees Fahrenheit you know, extruder. Extruder is going to heat up pretty much. You ever touch the tip of that thing? It burns. I was thinking of bringing it up to 452 just to see what happens. To see if it would like be I on fire. I think made a Ray Bradbury joke. Um, <clears throat> um, I don't want it to burn. But anyways, so I've been working on that. But you know, the, um, uh, okay, then the thing is your bed, your platform, yeah. it's got to be the right temperature. And it's all in centigrade, so it's really confusing to me. And then you got your extruder. Now, if one of those is too hot or too cold, and it's not always intuitive. Hotter is not always better. Hmm. And then on top of it all, you need to always make sure, like I just changed my extruder last week. I thought I calibrated it correctly. And is it too close? Is it too far? If it's too close to the build plate, it tears all the shit up. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Including your raft and your rim, right? And and the thing is, though, you know, if it's too high, it kind of grabs it and pulls it around and spins it and, and makes a Mr. Bubble Room. Bubble Room. <laughs> Come on out early to the game and get a bubble head. So that's really all I care about right now. Um, and, but you know, the other thing I really learned, I don't, I don't have anything for today. I literally didn't even create a text file. For you today. didn't even do it. I do. Well, I do a lot of things, but you know, everything is not everything. No. And um, I've been really enjoying that. The, the getting the PLA plus filament has been a huge leap forward. Is it like more, is, what, what's the price of that compared to the regular one? Why didn't you just start well, out Well, I mean, I've one? been using, I, I, I guess I'm not as careful a student as I thought. And yeah. I, I, I mislaid the, uh, Monoprice has pretty good documentation and pretty good manuals and stuff. But I, I, I do better when I've got the physical manual, like for like when I've got to read stuff, do stuff. There's a lot to learn. There's a lot to like tweak about this stuff. So sure. I'm always looking at PDFs on screen and running back and forth to the bubble machine. Yeah. Um, but um, this is really boring. Um, I need, but the, 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 the um, uh, I haven't perfected it yet, but so far the glue is helping, especially if I press it down a little bit on the first. If you don't get the, you know what? Okay, another lesson about life, Dan. What? You just came, ready? Yes. No matter how complex and well-considered the design of your build is, it's only as good as the first layer. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Well, like, for example, sometimes things happen. Maybe you just changed your filament. Right. You got a different kind of filament in there and something, something um, got a little fakakta. And now the first layer of your build is not adhering or it's got like a gloop or like a big glop, a big like drop in it or something because you didn't clean your nozzle. Uh-huh. Right. No matter how good that build is in design, the implementation of it will be flawed because it didn't get the first layer right. If you get the first layer wrong, the whole thing's probably screwed. And, and it might just go flying off the platform 12 hours into building. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I mean, I hear you loud and clear. Also, a build platform, um, build plate, has uh, a big sticker on it. And you wouldn't know it's a big sticker unless you tried to soak yours in acetone to get the remnants of, of a wooden-fused Viking incense boat off the bottom. And then you realize that acetone is stronger than you remember. And it curdled the entire build plate. Oh, no. No, no, it's my own fault. I'm learning a lot. They still sell acetone. But when I pulled that thing, my build plate, when I pulled it out of, you know, like going to the hospital and they give you that little bucket in case you barf. I got one of those and I was soaking my platform. Hmm. (laughs) And, uh, and oh boy, I should get a photo for you. It's real, real bad. And then I remembered that in eighth grade in graphics class, drafting class, they called it. You, excuse me. In in drafting class, uh, we used to have to clean all the triangles, all the T-squares, all the desks, you know, clean up time guys. And that's when you start putting it. Part of the class is like, you know, taking care of your tools, right? Yeah. And we, they would just, it was just a giant can of acetone we would rub on things. You see what acetone can do to things? It can do, I mean, it's. I'm glad it's still out there. Melt stuff. Yes, it melted my build plate. Mm -hmm. But that's on me. So what am I going to work on today? Today I'm going to work more on getting this platform part right. The glue. Glue, glue trick is kind of working pretty okay, but I'm really gay bones for this wood-infused uh, filament. Oh, I'm sorry, you were asking, though. So what had happened was, the one I bought, which I said is a very, it's low to mid-level, the mono-price voxel. Yeah. And it um it came with a spool, half kilograms, half, uh, yeah, like a half kilogram spool of red PLA. No, I'm printing stuff like a sucker in, in MP flash print, not paying any attention to what I'm doing. So I'm like, oh, it's like ABS. I didn't know ABS, PLA. I didn't know from those. But then I learned from the insiders, you want to get the PLA plus. This is a very high quality plastic. And, and, it, and it melts real nice and it's smooth. Now, the final thing I've learned about, I've learned a lot more, but I can't do this all day. Not Steve, not Steve Rogers. No, this is not. No, this not is a movie. And I, uh, so I, uh, uh, I discovered that and, and the, the PLA uh, plus, but I've also, I've also, I don't know, I keep printing at a way higher quality than is really necessary. Yeah. In the, in the stupid goddamn app that comes with the monoprice, it's got, you can choose like, I don't know, low, mid, high, or hyper quality. <laughs> and that's where I get into a pangolin that's going to take 16 hours to print. And, you What's know, in the difference economy, in the quality level? So what does that mean? Uh, I, in terms of how, what it, well, the, the difference is it looks a ton better okay. and is more reliable in the build. But So uh, for people who aren't really like super familiar with this and it's been it's, a while. Think of it as DPI. Okay. So like if you set it to the highest quality, it's going to look smoother, smoother, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some things are, everything's really ultimately, you know, made out of uh, triangles, but like you, it, it you don't, you will see it. You see it, it less, yeah. the smaller, the, but the higher I'm the doing, quality. I'm not even building because I can't find an app that I like for any of this stuff, including on the App Store, including like weird Chinese apps for cloud services that won't let me log in because there's a database error. And like, I'm in that whole world. Yeah. Which brings me to the final question. Listen, at some point, everybody, hey, anybody out there who does 3D printing, make this easy on me. I have a mono price voxel. 
which also is it's a kind of a white label of the fantasy press adventure three or whatever it's called if if you have a 3d printer and you use a mac with an m1 m2 like what what app is gives me the most control for printing and like i I'm not, i don't i don't need a cad program i'm not going to be making my own stuff yet but is there something better than the mp flash program for printing if anybody knows could you hit me up yeah. That's a valid question. Well, Dan, I think I said earlier, it's all I really care about. It is. I mean, Good you were very clear though, at very, the beginning. Very, was very it a big one? No. It was, <clears throat> like, how big was it? Let's see. If I saw, do, I think this is going to be on Mastodon. So you'll see it probably on a, on a website, but I can send you the baby. Okay. There's me holding the baby. I'll send you one of my kid holding the baby. That's my favorite. All right. I was also a very good cat. I met a cat named Marshmallow who's very, I like a very cats. good cat. I do like cats. Oh, man. I really want a cat. Yeah, um, you had one and it... Um, yeah. Yeah. It went the way of all cats. Yeah. That's fine. I was, was telling, I was telling my son this morning, you, yeah. you got to either get busy living or get busy dying. Hmm. You know? Is that Joel Osteen who said that? I think it's from Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank. Shawshank. Oh, yeah. Right. He he narrates some of the movies that he's in also, right? Not enough of them, if I'm being honest with you. Okay, Dan, I said no problem. Let's see if the pasting will work. The pasting didn't work, of course, because everything's broken now. And I can't, I'm not logged into messages on here. All right, never mind. Never mind. It's not important. Um. Yeah. So there's that. What have you been up to? Being hot, just yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's hot here. It's really warm. It's always hot there, isn't it? You don't get a big break from it. When I went to Seattle, I was just loving how nice the weather was there. I think I went at the like the best time of year. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I mean, when your weather is within normal parameters for how you like to be, you can do things like open windows or yeah. wear different clothes. But like, it it feels like such an assault. When it's that hot all the time. That's I think so I told bad. you in 1989, summer of 89, I rented a house from another student who had way more money than me. But I rented his beautiful, like, eco-friendly house in Sarasota. It was a stilt house by the dog track. Mm. And it didn't have air conditioning. It had one of those super hyper-fragilistic, um, you know, uh, fans in the, in, in the ceiling. Like one of those, you know, one of those big fans that environmental people think work oh yeah i know what you're talking about so think about summer of 1989 i'm listening to the pixies i'm listening to eric b and rakim i'm writing my thesis and it's just you've got you've got to just you have to living in florida without proper air conditioning you're con- i felt like i was constantly having to like introduce infrastructure about like making sure it cools off as early as possible run the fans really hard if you don't get in front of the temperature before it's hot you're screwed. You've got to start cooling your house off while it's still cool. Oh, yeah. Think about it like a bath, like running a bath. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I always run, I call it the bottom layer. My wife disagrees. I think you have to run water all the way hot until the entire bottom layer of the tub has been heated because, you know, that takes temperature right off the water. You know what I'm saying? You've got to get in front of the temperature. That, that's another thing I learned. And really, it's something I learned from 3D printing, too. Mm. I don't have anything to offer about wood-infused PLA+. Plus. Hmm. So well, well, you know, I don't think you've revealed yo what laser printer or laser printer, (laughs) 
Yeah, mono, mono price voxel. Voxel is the name of the mono price. I think it's like 350 bucks. Have you, <clears throat> have you ever tried, you know, making, making something not just that is like a statue or something cool for decoration or a toy mm-hmm. that's for fun, but making something you're like, oh, this thing in my house broke. Something practical. And I'm yeah, going to make right, a replacement right. piece. <laughs> well, you know, it. like all things, you know, the, there's a lot of stuff on 3D printing, you know, collections that are about. This is very printing. cool looking, this thing. What is? The oh, Monoprice oh. MP Voxel 3D printer fully enclosed easy Wi Fi touchscreen, 8 gigabyte onboard yeah. memory. Yeah, I'm tempted by fancier ones with bigger platforms that are fast. It's not too big. Um, no, no, it's about the size of like a microwave oven. And so, wait, it's hang on, it's Wi Fi, so you don't have to have it physically connected to a computer to use it, or you still do. Uh, therein lies a tale. It's because when I, I had it, one, it was a very who was that guy that like brought uh, 3D printers to the mainstream. He's a really cool dude. Bob I met Ross. Him. No, I met him in. And they somebody at like Make Magazine. Or yeah, something. it was something. It was connected well, oh, to Make. Wait a minute, hang on. Really I cool think dude. I, I met him at XOXO. It's not Sean. It's I. He's got know, like a two-letter last name. No, no, no. no name I know. I know. I, oh yeah, dark hair. Yes. Yeah. Oh god. Yes, he was a guy. A friend of mine at O'Reilly, and I'm spacing on his name. He might have been. Yeah. No, who was the guy who was the editor that Danny and I wrote for? Whoever the editor at Make Magazine was, that guy. Yeah. For some reason, I know it's not Sean Hussey. Hi, Sean. But it, he reminds me physically of Sean. And he did a startup and everything about it. Well, there's MakerBot. Anyway, this is was, really was MakerBot. Boring. No, it's not. As we slowly try to access our ancient memories, people love this kind of thing. It was a well, MakerBot Well, and I know thing. MakerBot still because- Bray, Bray Pettis. Oh, that sounds right. That Bree, Bray, Bree. Yes, yeah. that's him. Oh, He's right. got a Wikipedia page. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I think it's great for what it is. I mean, I, I would say this is a, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's dumb, difficult and dumb and arguably insipid to give advice if your only experience of, of a whole domain is one thing. My experience of this domain is this one thing, which is this 3D printer I'm trying to master. Um, which, and that's why I just want to give context there for saying, I feel like this is a pretty good and affordable and useful hobbyist home 3D sure. printer. It's not like one of those you know, super fancy ones that looks like, like a Theranos apparatus, you know, or anything like that. You know, Theranos did use a lot of 3D printing stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. On the, uh, on the uh, Edison. Oh. Yeah, that's how they got the moving the dingus around in three dimensions. Oh, where, pff, right. Blood around right, all right, that right, right. <laughs> <laughs> You have diabetes. Um, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Right. I did laugh. Yeah, that's weird. They didn't even Ooh. program that in. Do or do not. There is no try. <laughs> and so, um, I feel like that is a thing. And and uh, wait, wait. Oh, oh, yeah. So the other thing. So yeah, it's got. Hmm, see, it's really. It's got. Okay, again, I'm sorry. It's like using a chumby. So much of this stuff, you've got to use the screen on this thing. I had to put, I, I put a photo on Mastodon the other night. I'm using my old Mac Pro to, on its side, to bring the 3D printer up to a level where I can actually see the screen without having to stoop or stand on tiptoes. And then I have an old Apple Pencil that I use to depress the buttons because it's so chumby. Remember that Disney show? That's so chumby. <laughs> Yeah. You're talking about using those kinds of like, <laughs> not capacitive, whatever the, the old style screens 
like you're on a like worse than a Delta flight kind mm-hmm, of screen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which I was thinking about how many kids have touched that screen. Mm-mm. They got they got like uh, boogers and Cheerios all over those little fingers. Hello. And um, what it's got as far as it's it's okay. It's got it's basically like using a WAP phone. It's got a, like a tree, and so you go like okay, go to settings and settings, and of course, there's nothing touch even adjacent. There'll be like screen one of four. Hey, how about this, Dan? You ever set up a new printer at your house and have to put in your military grade password for your, for your oh Wi-Fi? Oh my God, that's a nightmare. Oh, it's my worse God. than the little uh, old you know clicky clicky keyboard phones. Oh, a thousand percent. I could T nine the crap out of that. Yeah, T nine. That's but, it. But anyway, and uh, of course, no copy and paste or anything. This is why we have terrible passwords. But uh, it's got four ways of that you can get to it. The easiest one, the one I use because it's the simplest and most idiot proof, is just Ethernet. So I just have Ethernet go to my unmanaged hub. Right. Uh, you can also do Wi-Fi, which mm, I don't know. Third, it's got what it calls hotspot, which is where you say, you know, like you would with your phone, like say, okay, there's no internet. Everybody use my phone as a hotspot. Where then you then or like when you set up an Eve device mm-hmm. and you like get to it via Wi-Fi. So I think that is the thing that two Tuesdays ago completely screwed up my Eero. Oh. My IP range. Well, you know, like you pick, like, do you want 192.168 or do you want 1010, right? Or whatever. I don't know what the name of that is. What do you call that? Um, DNS. You know the thing where you pick, like, the IP ranges that you want to be doing? Yeah, you're, you, where you're basically you're setting it so that but you can use... 192.168 and 1010 or a yeah, couple of Yeah, 10.0.0. My Eero suddenly changed. Really? From 192.168, which has been on every Eero I've... Any routing thing I've ever had to 1010 and started spitting out 1010 addresses. See, mine's always all the arrows I've done. I've well, I've actually all of them. I've but, done but two different see, networks. As long as you it's pick one Net or 10. the other, it shouldn't matter, right? It shouldn't. But but then guess what happened? It shouldn't change either. I lost all of my reservations. Oh, that's so annoying. It, I mean, and that's I your plex all, everything. Because I've gone in and with Eero, I usually, not that it matters, I usually go in and I change it to, okay, well, here's the public facing port, which is a number I made up. And then here's the private TCP port that, you know, you know, whatever, 80 or 8080 or whatever. Mm. That was really frustrating. And then so finally, it's got something called cloud. And it uses some, there's like polar cloud, flare cloud, hot cloud, flash cloud. And it's just, it's, you're supposed to go register at a site and then put in a pin. But I registered for the site using one of my Apple made up addresses. So it's like flagnorp758 at Apple ID. And I have to type all of that in with that screen. Nightmare. And and it still doesn't work. Nightmare. So right now I just do Ethernet. And then finally, persposably, you can do uh, a straight up USB. I have not gotten that to work right now. I think it's my maybe because it's going through my CalDigit hub. I got USB A, you know, into the printer. And then the cable has uh, lightning on the other end. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's because it's on my hub that that won't work. But if anybody uh, can suggest, I mean, I I, I, I I don't mean to sound, you know, uh, angry or something but like i i really i most of these focus on scanning building making ca- all i want to do is print out other people's boats and hinges which brings me back to your other question yes a lot of times what i choose to print i choose simply because it's really small and i want to see what the quality color and everything mm. will look like mm-hmm. so you can do stuff like make there's a phrase again build in place um hooks for things uh i did print out 
a thing for keeping filament tidy on the spool. But a lot of what I do is just little guys. I like making little guys. There's nothing made, wrong uh, with that. You can see it on that page I posted last week. All my little guys I like to print. Articulated sharks and what have you. Mm-hmm. A kid really wants a pangolin, but that's kind of a big project. I'm waiting until I get my wood working right to make a, a wooden pangolin. You ever looked that up on Urban Dictionary? <laughs> I have not. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. I won't. You learn a lot. If you choose to, you can learn a lot from almost anything. You, things, you, you get out what you they put want in. To you get out what you put in. I'd say there's even more than that to it. I think, I, I think this is probably going to be, I don't know, this is going to be one of my words of the millennium. Uh, in curiosity, be careful of the things that you have become mm. incurious about. Mm-hmm. If you have lost your curiosity about things, and this goes into my rant about ChatGPT every time, is like if you're incurious about what this is, how it does it, what it might do for you, all you're going to see is trouble in life or all you're going to see is annoyance, inconvenience and changes to things that you thought you already understood, mm. which also sounds a lot like somebody who hasn't been to school yet. <laughs> well, I think I, well, honestly, I think I know everything I need to know about arithmetic. Well, what all, what, what all do you know about arithmetic? I mean, I know the numbers, I know all the numbers, like Charlie Kelly, got all the numbers. And, you know, uh, I don't really feel like I need to learn you know, those interactions, like our computers and stuff like that. Also, you know, learning too much about numbers, the devil loves that. What happens? The devil, that's how the devil gets in, isn't it? That's one of the ways. Yeah. yeah. So a third of the entering class at New College are baseball players. We don't have a baseball field. And so students that had housing are yeah. now been moved to hotels miles away. Really? Oh, yeah. I used to be three minutes away from where I slept. There's three minutes of walking with a backpack, often with no shoes, between where I slept and where I took a class. You could go to the class with no shoes, or you would just... Some, if it was in Hamilton Center, if it was like in the um, teaching, uh, the, the TA. The teaching carry, carry your own shoes. No, it was, in, it was a, a lot of people was in no-shoe school. Yeah. Yeah, I had two different girlfriends that were no-shoe people. Mm-mm, that's a red flag. Yeah. It's Florida, you know? It's, it's, uh, there's nothing to be said over much about it i don't have a lot of agency about changing things but it is kind of it's kind of heartbreaking to me uh gosh just just on a purely selfish level for what i got out of new college and i pray at least one other as i said in that piece that i wrote uh one other ding-a-ling from pasco county i wish one more ding-a-ling from pasco county got to get what i got out of new college to as i said learn how to learn Mm-hmm. I'll put it in show notes. Dan, where would people find show notes for whatever this is? Uh, they would go to backtowork. Uh, limo, and it's going to be slash six twenty three. Six twenty three. I feel okay about that. Yeah, like I said, I, I think I don't really have anything, but I'll talk about anything. What's on your mind, grapes? Uh, well, I have. Um, I did the homework. Well, almost finished the homework that you assigned me. You, oh, wait a minute. Did I ask you to watch something? Yes. You said <gasps> I was oh, supposed was to watch The Suicide Squad. Okay, now is it the one with Michael Rooker? Yes. Does it have a weasel in it? Yes, a strange, right very strange weasel. I think I've got 30 minutes the weasel, the weasel is played by his brother, Sean Gunn. He's the guy from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> That's funny. It's good. I'm enjoying it. It's, it's very different mm. from the first one. Very different from the first one. I like Why this Why would you watch the first one? Well, I watched it when it came out at the time. I think Peacemaker, I think the rivalry between Peacemaker and um, Idris Elba is so funny. I'm not totally sure what the polka dot guy is all about. He generates thoughts. Yeah. 
that can do things. He has to expel them from his body. It's less, yes, it's less <laughs> of a superpower than a terrible curse. <laughs> yeah, it's where seems... he has to like milk himself of dots. Yeah, and then remember he goes, he gets to that point when you hear that clinky Christmas ornament sound when he has to get all his dots out. Yeah, and he's in the bushes, kind of. Do you enjoy that actor? I love that. Yeah, actor. he's a great actor. He was in, he's in Dune. Yeah, he's in Dune. He was in the Nolan a, like Batman a, movies. Was he a men's hat? He's like a men's hat or something. Yes, right? he's cool. He's a cool actor. Oh, he always plays in, weird, weird he's, oh, roles. He's such a that guy. Yeah. Oh, I, wasn't he in um, Ant-Man? I think he was in Ant-Man. Isn't he the Russian guy in Ant-Man? Oh, I don't know. Was he? Remember the guys in the van? You yeah, know, his team, I do. His crew? Yeah. His Dangerous Knights crew? All right, well, you know, it sounds like you're not that into it. No, I, I'm I, into it. It's, it's, it's well, fun. Well, you didn't love the first act, because in that movie... With the shark? Played by Sylvester Stallone. We have a standee of him in my garage. <laughs> really? Oh I'm yeah, I have a figure. I have a figure of him holding the <laughs> William James book. Oh, and I like the shark. Oh, I also love the rat. Don't you love the rat girl? I like the rat girl. Don't a you lot? love John Cena in his underpants? Isn't that funny? I mean, he's a uh, he follows he's a funny he guy follows me on Twitter. And then Peacemaker <laughs> is very funny. The good. I heard, it's, I heard it's you. It's I heard fun. you. I just I don't want to get into. You it. don't want to talk about it? I don't know. It's um, a flex. I mean. Yeah, I think he follows me back. His people. Um. So, anyways, I doubt that I've delighted John Cena much in life, but who knows? Maybe. maybe uh, that, I just maybe want Nick Lowe to be happy. That's all I care. Yeah, that's oh, and this I baby. I want this baby to be happy. Was what? it a big one? Who? The baby. It's a pretty normal sized baby, but it's really cute. I wish I was logged into messages on here. I keep getting logged out of. Me- hey, wait a minute. This one's not even on the beta, and I'm logged out. Gosh darn it! What is happening? Um, it's a good baby. It was a, it's a fresh baby. Um, it's little. Like a 10 pounder? I don't think it's that big. That's like my kid. My kid was a 10 pounder. Yeah, so was mine. Isn't yeah, that weird? Yeah, well, my first one, my second you know, one babies was are, Babies are dense. I, I said to the mother, I says to her, I says, I said, the thing is, you know, the baby, the baby, the baby the babies aren't heavy, but they're dense. You're like, man, there's a lot of baby here for the size of this thing. Sure. And so I got this photo here. I'll see if I can find it for you. Photo here of my kid holding a baby for the first time. And, uh, making a funny face but babies babies are good they're a little disruptive oh and the cat marshmallow marshmallow is such a good cat that's what's been going on for me 3d printing uh baby i think i might be getting oh you know i started doing ginger shots for no reason that's the thing i'm doing now ginger shots i read about it i read about it in glamour magazine this is where you what you're taking a you take this little it's like you know like the way people drink them a little like five hour energies yeah that, that, except it's juiced ginger. Sometimes it's got turmeric. Sometimes it's for immune. I don't know if they do anything, but they seem to help. It's a, my friend Dennis would call it an adaptogen. Hmm. That means it's really not for anything. Dan, and I'm clicking, and will it let me paste? And I'm pasting. Oh, look at that. Okay, mastodon.social. And I just sent you a picture. It's not that big of a baby. Okay. But it's got a very, it's got a, it's, well, and actually you can't see how cute it is there either, because that's just my kid holding it. Let me get a better baby face photo. Anyways. Oh, it's a very nice little baby. Isn't that a great little baby? Mm-hmm. She's adorable. She slept the entire time we were there. One time she went like this. Aww. Oh, also when the cat meows, I'll send you Marshmallow. Marshmallow goes. Meow. That's how Marshmallow meows. Meow. This, there's another picture in your feed that would appear to be you carrying the lizard around. Mm-hmm. Do you take it outside, out of doors? Sometimes, yeah. We, were, we went out to pick up breakfast on Sunday, and uh, I decided to bring Bando along. Do you just carry it the whole time or does it walk with you? No, I throw him in the air like a frisbee. 
Well, how else would I do it? Do you I'm think asking if he walks cart? with you at some point. I mean, he has his legs. Do you put them on the table when you're sitting there or eating? Or no, that's why I'm outside. I can't bring a lizard into a restaurant. This well, so is a to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had breakfast. Yeah, yeah. The way uh, you're carrying the lizard is not yes. so different from the way you're holding the baby. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. This is why I got so good at wee bowling before they changed the mechanic. I'd have the baby on my left arm in what they call the football position, like with the the baby's face down on my left arm. Mm-hmm. The left arm is more or less horizontal. I'm not going to sweat it. Mm. My right hand, I'm throwing turkeys, baby. Like I, and then they changed the mechanic in the game. I've had to completely relearn how to bowl and wee bowling. Bando is a rescue. Yes. Oh, did you see? Did you see the the pictures from October 2019? Yeah, I'm just looking. at Yeah, these right isn't now. that cute? That's adorable. Yeah, he's a monster, but we love him very, very. You know, I'm gonna say it again. I like to say it like a couple times a year. It's kind of the ultimate. In terms of pound for pound, it's one of the best trade-off pets you can get. It's like the opposite. I describe it sometimes as the opposite of a goldfish. Because you know how goldfishes suck and die and no one cares? Um, lizards, just they're just mellow. They just hang out. The worst part is cleaning up their poop, which is pretty gross. Because they make a pee poop, like a bird. Yeah, we talked about that. Mm, I don't love that. No. But like for, for a very, it costs less than a 3D printer, and now you've got a new friend. I... I shouldn't say this because I learned a long time ago never to mention things, not to announce things. And I'm not announcing this. I'm just mentioning this to you in a low key way. Yeah. Because it hasn't happened yet. It's no. in the process. Actually, I should check in on my DMs. Do scans. it. Check in there and get in. I started following in these final days <laughs> of Twitter as everything falls down around me. I started following a fun uh, account that posts um, like screen grabs of Adventure Time. Yeah. And I, I was telling my kid, oh my God, this account's really fun. And I said, and the, that, that account had retweeted something from someone that said, hey, I do commissions. If you want a drawing of yourself or your pet as an Adventure Time character, yeah, I can do that. And I said, we, we absolutely need to do this, don't we? And Billy said, yes, of course, we absolutely have to do, do this. No so choice. I reached out, contact the person, been going back and forth. Last night, I finally collected like, 15 different photos of the family and identified who's who in each. Send them in. We'll see how it goes. We're going to get an Adventure Time portrait of the four of us. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Are you going to post that? The person said the lizard's, quote, adorable. Now, I did not give any input. This is the first of this. Very, the cost of this is very modest. Hmm. And so, you know, setting aside, or also, you know, including, sorry, the fact that, like, I've never done a commission before. I don't know what to do. Should you? Should we send you a photo of what we want it to look like? And then I'm like, wait a minute, relax. This person draws all day. This person loves Adventure Time probably more than I do somehow. Just go do what you think looks good. Because I don't want to get into the whole, like, oh, I want to look like Finn Mertens' father, but I want it to be doing this thing. And this one should look like, you know, Ice King's ex girlfriend uh what's her name what was, what was his ex-girlfriend what's her name jane joyce you're asking me i don't know. ice king's ex what's her name remember With i remember what she looked like anyways but it will i believe also have a bearded dragon in it so i'm pretty pumped about that god you guys look young in this photo oh oh bimo how'd you get so pregnant who's the mother oh who's the father oh I'll tell you, if you keep it a secret, we will, we will, we will. Last night, an electric presence came into my room and said, be my I needed your body to be the perfect uh, something container for a baby. 
and then the egg drops. Did you ever show that photo of my kid with an egg taped to his chest? Because <laughs> he was playing BMO? No. God, I love that show. Oh, hello, football. I, there's a spinoff coming out. Yeah. I think there's a new Fiona and Cake thing coming. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. Oh, I love that. Those comics are fun, too. Did you see the, the Scott Pilgrim thing on Netflix? No, I haven't seen that either. Did you enjoy that movie, Scott Pilgrim vs. Yeah, the I World? love that movie. Scott Pilgrim vs. the World is one of my favorite movies by absolutely one of my favorite directors. And it's based on a Brian O'Malley comic series uh, called you know, Scott Pilgrim. Uh, what was it? What's the very first one? It's such a great title. Is it like, oh, I think it's called something like Scott Pilgrim's Precious Little Life. <laughs> so Edgar Wright, who rules, worked with Brian O'Malley and they made a movie of that. And it's one of the great things. And normally I would hear news like this and I would go like, oh, this is so unnecessary. Get this. Mm. Back for this project on Netflix. It's going to be an anime telling, anime-ish, but still very Brian, even more like in the movie, obviously, Brian O'Malley looking, people with the big eyes, Ramon has got the big eyes and whatnot. But it's Scott Pilgrim versus the world with Brian O'Malley um, working on it. It's, I think the showrunner or the executive producer anyway is Edgar Wright. And every oh, wow. single person from the movie is back to do the voices. Wow. Now, ordinarily, I, love I would that. go, that's totally unnecessary. But no, it's very necessary. But uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and you get Michael Sarah, you get uh, Jason Schwartzman, you got Superman and Captain America are in this. Did you ever notice that? That the guy who's the vegan bass player, he plays Superman. And also, you've got the guy who played Captain America as the skateboard guy in this. Really? Oh, yeah. Think about it. Remember, remember uh, one of the exes, one of the one of the evil exes, yeah. who's uh, <laughs> Captain America and all of his stunt lookalikes. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, everybody! You know what? Here's the thing. There's two things in this world. Mm, two things in this world that I love, even though I don't like video games. One of them is Monster Factory videos from um, Griffin and uh, uh, Justin McElroy. Love Monster Factory on YouTube. Highly recommended. The other thing I love, even though I don't like video games, is Scott Pilgrim. I have it in Steelbox. So put that in your pipe and smoke it. Done. Steelbox. I've been getting more Steelboxes. I've been getting more, more Blu-rays. You know what I got? You know what I got in 4K? It's not a blue, uh, it's not a um, Steelbox, but you know what I got this week? What's in, that? In, in 4K Blu-ray? The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. Pel Pelham? It's a 1974 movie. You are so blessed to have never seen this movie. No, I've, never, I've never even heard of it. It's got Walter Matthau, and that's all you need to know. Oh. And it's gritty New York. I got that. What else have I gotten lately? Oh, I got um, Thin Red Line, the Terrence Malick movie. It's oh. got that, that, that creepy Jesus guy, Jim Caviezel, in it. I like movies. Um, or do you watch movies? This is something I was, I was thinking I about last night. You should this, check out my letterbox. My kid and I are forever letterboxing. This is what I was thinking about last night. I was sitting there. I'm a letterboxer, baby. And I'm thinking about you late at, <laughs> late at night. you an apple joke. <laughs> I'm thinking about you late at night. Oh, please, Dan. What is he? Uh, what is Why he? would you do that? No, just, just. Sometimes at night, I think I wonder if the baby's happy right now. Is it a big one? No, it's a pretty normal sized baby. It has a very sweet face and it has a very un. I mean, I all babies are precious. And, and God in the Bible, but um, it doesn't have that weird squeezy head like I had and like my kid had. Because when I watch TV so at this night- This one came out the side door. I'm watching it on the big, the big TV. I don't watch it on a small screen. I'm a big screen yeah, kind of a person. Mm -hmm. And that got me to thinking, what is Merlin doing at night? Like oh. where well, are usually you watching you can tell it? If, I'm usually typing about it on the site that's falling apart. Where are I you watch watching I watch a lot of music it? things. I watch a lot of uh, 
Are you uh, doing this on an, on a big screen or on an iPad? 65 inches, baby. Okay. Uh, and are, is there a dedicated room? Are you sort of in the, yes. uh, in the main living room? It's like room? your office, quote unquote, but even smaller. I'm in a linen closet with a 65 inch TV. <laughs> I have an excruciating pounding headache all the time. <laughs> God. No, no, no. I watch what? it and I watch, um, <laughs> I mean, does it really need to be about my physicality? I'm, I'm yeah. on a couch. My ass is on a couch. Uh, you go to uh, burrow.com slash diffs. Um, and use that very special offer. And so what have I been watching? I've been loving Strange New Worlds, as I mentioned. Mm -hmm. I just got I just got through the crossover episode, and I just watched the uh, Klingon episode, and I think the musical is next. So I'm pumped about that. I uh, I had never seen Lower Decks, so that was my first my exposure to it. watches it, but I, I does, didn't appeal to me. Go. No, that's it. That's all I was saying. Oh, no, sorry. But Jack, Jack Quaid's great, you know? I like him. Oh, he's great in the he's boys. He's really fun. He's great in everything. He's really fun. Huey. Yeah, Huey. Um, and then what else do I watch? I do, I, if I, I fall back on YouTube a lot. Yeah. For like music stuff or documentary stuff or airplane videos. I used to be very into teppanyaki videos. I'm kind of taking a break from that right mm, now. Mm -hmm. I like when people remove rust from things. I, I like um, depressed Northern European people discussing Christopher Nolan movies. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Who, who doesn't love that? All of Christopher Nolan's movies is the intemperate nature of time. I don't know what that voice is. <laughs> it's great. It's There's a, good a great one. channel called Like Stories of Old. And uh, sorry, dude, um, but that, I, I love that channel so much. But he does these kind of depressing but extremely human videos about movies. Like the kind of thing, like when you're talking to your friends and maybe you're on a little bit of ecstasy and like talking about a movie <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, that made such an impact. Uh, I can't move my jaw, but I love movies. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, we're pretty close there, right? Close enough. We, we don't have a visitor this week, do we? Mm -mm. I don't know how big this baby is. I want to say, and it, but it's already gotten back its birth weight. Because, you know, you get a baby, a baby they gets lose born, weight, baby loses and then they weight. come back. I know. I know. Um, what a sweet baby. Oh, my God, I love her. Um... I think, let's see, what else? Oh, so uh, further homework, anything I need to know? Mac oh, so the thing is a koala. So my kid had two jobs this summer. My kid had a job, first half of the summer, uh, an internship working for the park service. Mm -hmm. Second half of the summer, this is sweet and wonderful, particularly for me, but my kid worked at the zoo oh. for the second half of the summer. Um, and what's neat is that's the zoo that was like, you know, families, they... There are pairings in the family that's like your thing. Like this book is a mom read, read it book. And mm. this book, like Green Eggs and Ham was one of mine. I, I killed it at Green Eggs and Ham. You know, she would read Kitten's First Full Moon and killed it even more. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, Next Stop Grand Central. Um, one of our things was the zoo. We had a pass and I would just get the baby in the stroller, get on the streetcar. And we would go to the zoo at least like once a week when right. the baby was little. Sure. And it was like, I've got so many memories of that and some of my favorite photos, the kid learning to simultaneously more or less learning to speak and count and watching this like two, two and a half year old kid climbing steps and counting one, two, three, <laughs> four, five, seven, eight. I always had a problem with six. And, and, and now the kid and, and then in the summers, three summers at least the kid went to camp at zoo you know there's like a day camp at the zoo kid loved and now the kid is a counselor there that's cool 
don't, but this full is circle. Like, you see a little bit of that circle of life kind circle of thing? Circle of life, absolutely. So we've been told the whole time, I always really enjoyed looking at the koalas because I think they're really cool. Another cool thing about koalas, we were always told, is you're not allowed to touch them because they got chlamydia. Right, they all have that disease. And you this just is why touch I can't and... kiss. This is similar to the reason I can't kiss my lizard. Hello? My wife says I'm not allowed to, my, my wife says I'm not allowed to kiss the lizard. I still have a plan. Sometime when she's out of town or at least at work, I will kiss the lizard in a way that gives her plausible deniability. Because if I die, she will have been away a whole lot. That's a real Columbo type situation. Oh, also seven seasons of Columbo are coming out in 4K. Um, and, uh, and, but my kid was there and leading the, the kids. It's just so weird to me that I have a kid who's a sophomore in high school who now is a camp counselor for sixth graders. There's so much about that. That's just wild to me, but they were looking at the koalas and you know what turns out maybe the chlamydia is not a problem. We're not sure, but, but the, like, how do you, the, do you get it just by touching them or by pet, petting them or, or what? That's a really good question. If you're just giving it like little scritches or nussels, I don't know. If you express its anal glands Hello? or like touch it to your mouth, like if you do the thing you want to do, right? Like a capybara. I want to kiss a capybara on the nose. Do they all have it? Like you, is it? I don't know, but here's what endemic? I was told. I don't know the details on this and this is not legal or medical advice. I'm not suggesting you kiss a koala. That is, that's not, that's between you and your God. Mm -hmm. What I am saying is that, um, Billy texted me and with some funny photos, like, oh, he's like, you can't see me in this one, but the zookeeper person, the like actual employee of the zoo, who's giving the little kids the tour of the koalas, mm -hmm. like the kids got to, I think they got to touch the koala. Then I can't believe they're allowed to do this, but it made me so happy. I, I guess the woman, like, like with a baby, you, you let the koala kind of grab, grab your thumbs, thumbs. Yeah. And then you walk it around and you go like, doo, 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 doo. makes it feel more secure. <laughs> you imagine, I imagine seeing a little koala walking around. That's cute. His face goes, hmm. That's, you're sort of forcing it to walk on upright like a human. You're forcing it to learn. Yeah. To, 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 as John Syracuse would say, to evolve transitively. Do you think that the reason that non-human primates don't walk on their hind legs is simply that no one's encouraged them to do it? I think that's a really good, that's actually a very good way to put it. It's the same reason a lot of them aren't on Broadway. <laughs> I mean, I, they, I don't love they're that They're afraid of failure. Yeah. Well, if you're Andre Agassi's kid, there's a pretty good <laughs> chance you're going to have exposure to tennis. Sure. And if you're a koala, you may not be getting to, to sing in Les Mis. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I like, I like stuff. I like life. I dream You're high on dream life. of koalas gone by. Mm -hmm. My koala walks so cutely. Mm -hmm. That was, that's, that's my impersonation of uh, Anne Hathaway. Oh, no, I, I love people it. are hard on Anne Hathaway. You know what I mean? I was just going to say, right, I know exactly what you mean. Put this up. All right. Uh, I forget what I say. Uh, goodbye. I, I, I love you. I think. Love you too, Merlin, man. Oh, thanks. That's nice.